0: The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by com, Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Well, it is an unhappy anniversary that we look back on. The withdrawal from Afghanistan of American forces. It resulted in... The death just prior to the withdrawal of 13 American service personnel uh, blown up at the Abbey Gate. We still do not have answers from the Biden administration or from uh, military generals as to how that was so colossally screwed up. It has compromised our standing on the international stage. I would think that you would think twice, maybe three times, about assuming that the United States would have your back if you decide to ally with us. And it is not lost upon people that whatever losses Joe Biden suffers in the midterms uh, will be dated back to the loss of confidence in America in him as president because of the feckless withdrawal from Afghanistan. Here is what he had to say in the aftermath of that withdrawal, uh, which of course will have uh, nothing remotely to do with the truth or what actually happened. I am President of the United States of America, and the buck stops with me.
1: I'm deeply saddened by the facts we now face,
0: but I do not regret my decision to end America's war fighting in Afghanistan and maintain a laser focus on our counterterrorism missions there and other parts of the world. Now, that's interesting he said the buck stops with him because just in the last couple of days, the Defense Department has issued a memo saying that the reason why Afghanistan unraveled the way that it did was because of, of course, you know, the orange man, bad, mean, big, fat orange man, who's big and mean and fat and orange, signing an agreement with the Taliban about how... The Taliban would behave, and then the U.S. would withdraw if they met certain conditions. It's Trump's fault, in other words. Just like throughout Obama's two terms, it was Bush's fault. The Department of Defense came out with that memo, uh, which was not lost upon uh, Senate Intel Committee member Lindsey Graham.
2: Terrible Uh, at every level, number one. Uh, This decision was against sound military advice. The military told President Biden we needed a residual force to avoid what happened. Biden became General Biden, and sort of the rest is history. We didn't talk about this all day long. makes me sick to my stomach. I've been to Iraq and Afghanistan over 50 times since 9-11. It's dishonorable what we did. It's going to make it hard to get new allies. But here's my takeaway. The likelihood of another attack... um, on American soil and American allies emanating from Afghanistan because of what Biden did is through the roof. We haven't ended any war at all. We started a new one.
0: This to me is inarguable because in tandem with the Biden administration's purposeful lack of security on the southern border, we now have upwards of 2 million illegal aliens having entered our country, it is uh, beyond argument that there will be a certain number of them who come from countries around the world because they look at our southern border and say, look, that's a super easy way to get terrorists into the United States. They'll even help us get terrorists into the United States. They'll fly, the, fly us in the middle of the night to uh, cities around the country. We can network with Islamic extremists already there, or we can set up new cells, new terror cells. I approve of Greg Abbott, the Texas governor, giving Muriel Bowser, the mayor of Washington, D.C., and Eric Adams, the mayor of New York City, a taste of what Texas border towns are experiencing by busing migrants to Washington, D.C. and New York City. But it also helps accomplish the purpose of terrorists who want to come into our country because (laughs) where better to plot or carry out violence against U.S. citizens for that violence to resonate around the world than to accomplish it in Washington, D.C. or New York City. That's why I would much prefer Abbott bus illegals to Martha's Vineyard or Aspen, Colorado. Or someplace in California, uh, you know, out in the desert where all the rich people go to while away their summers. I think that would be great. Find the wokest, most progressive areas where the uh, highest educated elites hang out and bust the migrants there. Then I think we would, uh, well, you think they're whining in New York and Washington Wait till you drop off a busload of migrants in Aspen and see what happens. Now, I also think even Biden's triumphs testify to his ineptitude because we're all happy, right? Al-Zawahiri, the second, well, he's the guy now in command or was in command of Al-Qaeda. Great, great. We droned him. Goodbye. See you later. And Biden gave, in some elements, a pretty good speech. No matter where you are, no matter how long it takes, we will find you, we will hunt you down. We can all go on board with that. Fully supportive of the president in that. But the perspective on al-Zawahiri's death, this very presence of this terrorist in an apartment owned by one of the other top Muslim extremists, Standing on a balcony, not cowering in a cave, is testament to the fact that what Biden said would not happen in the aftermath of the Afghan withdrawal is absolutely already happening. Al-Qaeda is back, The, the Taliban is networking with other terrorists, and it's foolhardy to think that won't find its way to our shores at some point in time, and probably sooner rather than later. Here's Lindsey Graham on that possibility.
2: So we got one guy and I applaud the killing of Zahra He was the uh, one of the planners of 9-11. He was the head of uh, Al-Qaeda, but look where he was at. He was in a, uh, uh, a guest house uh, owned by the number two Taliban commander. So the idea they're not working with the Taliban is a joke. So you got ISIS fighting Al-Qaeda and al Qaeda's aligned with the Taliban. What did these three groups have in common? The radical Islamist. what have we learned in the last year? If you're a woman in a radical Islamic country, your life is miserable. We're teaching a new generation of young boys to disrespect women. Uh, they're starving to death because radical Islamists couldn't run a one-car funeral. Uh, the conditions in Afghanistan are deplorable. Everything we worked for for 20 years was wasted, and the training camps that existed before 9-11 are being re-established, and it's just a matter of time before terrorism and Afghanistan migrates to America and the likely path would be a broken southern border and uh, Marokas is doing nothing. We're on schedule to have two million illegal immigrants cross the border this year at the same time Al-Qaeda is present in Afghanistan working with the Taliban. How do you think this movie is going to end?
0: Yeah, I fear the actual answer to that question um, because I don't see how we avoid consequences for these really indefensible actions on the part of Joe Biden. Oh, they're partisans and they're ideologues, and they think they have a higher-minded purpose in everything. But there's actual people who are going to pay the cost for It, it won't be him. It won't be him at all. He'll be sitting in comfort somewhere in one of his three or four Delaware beach houses, maybe falling off his bicycle. Checking on his wife, who you just heard in the news update, has uh, got COVID. What are the chances he has COVID again? It seems like he gets COVID every other week. Uh, this should be, COVID should be no problem for Jill Biden, given how uh, Whoopi Goldberg said she should be the uh, Surgeon General because she's a doctor, a doctor of education, not a medical doctor. Whoopi, hard to believe somebody from the view <laughs> could be wrong, right? Uh, Now, if you need a little smile tonight, I would highly recommend that you flip on coverage of the primary election results from the state of Wyoming, where Liz Cheney, freedom fighter, anti-Trump, January 6th commission co-chair, is likely to go down to a resounding defeat. She is way behind in the polls. Also, Alaska Senator Lisa Murkowski faces a... uh, Very stiff challenge as well. Uh, President Biden today is going to sign, if he hasn't already, I don't know if he's uh, finished with his uh, Wheatina and his Gunsmoke rerun before he got his pen out and signed the Inflation, Escalation, and IRS Expansion Act also known as the Inflation Reduction Act, even though it won't reduce inflation, which is why they aren't calling it that anymore. Uh, In that is a host of uh, tax credits so you can save by spending. We outlined how silly that logic is yesterday from Energy Secretary Jennifer Granholm, who notes the $7,500 credit you'll get for buying an electric vehicle is fantastic for you. Except, guess what's happening? In Detroit, Ford and GM have announced price hikes for their electric vehicle lineup just as the Inflation Reduction Act gets its final approving signature from Joe Biden. Citing significant material cost increases and other factors, Ford's announcement revealed price hikes between shocking Six thousand and eighty-five hundred dollars for its electric vehicles. There goes your tax credit. Bye bye. Bye bye. The Ford F one hundred and fifty Lightning Pro, their electric truck, will now sell for forty-six thousand nine hundred and seventy-four dollars. I'm guessing if you walked into a Ford dealership with forty-six thousand with forty-seven thousand dollars in your hand, you could not walk out with the keys to an F one hundred and fifty Lightning. But at any rate, that is a seven thousand dollar increase. From the thirty-nine-nine charged for last year's model. GM, likewise, increased the cost of its electric Hummer by $6,250. Hmm. That's some tough, tough, tough luck for all, all you EV buyers out there. Uh, President Biden is said to uh, be about to embark upon a national victory tour for his um, Inflation Escalation Act. Here is uh, Carl Rove, Republican strategist, on whether Biden's victory tour will mitigate the damage Democrats are expected to suffer in the midterms. This is not going to go away,
1: and they're not going to be saved by uh, signing the uh, so-called Inflation Reduction Act and then going on a nationwide tour to hype it. Uh, Every single major entity, whether it's the Congressional Budget Office or the Penn Wharton model say that you know the committee for responsible federal budget this is not going to have any impact on inflation it, it in fact it's it's near zero infla- in, in impact on inflation and the bad things in the bill begin now and the bennies the, the
0: the the benefits they give people begin later well why would we expect it to have any impact on inflation build back better didn't build anything back and it certainly didn't build it back any better so they're consistent whatever they say The opposite is going to happen. Now, Donald Trump has said that he wants the DOJ to release the unredacted affidavit of the raid on his Mar-a-Lago estate. The affidavit is where the DOJ explains to the court its reason for believing that we'll find A, B, and C that we've listed on the search warrant. We have the search warrant. They were looking for Documents they said were top secret related to the National Archives. Okay. But, I mean, you could go in and say you were going to find a, you know, Pegasus the flying horse at Miralago. The judge would say, well, why do you think so? It's the why do you think so that people are trying to get their eyes on because the presumption is that they didn't really have any why do you think so. They didn't have any veracity behind their search. They went in there on a fishing expedition. And it looks bad. It looks bad that they took Trump's passport because why would they want Trump's passport? Now, they returned it since then, but it underscores the idea out there, which stokes the anger out there over this raid, that they're just going in there to grab whatever they can grab and find out where he's been. Hey, look, 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 he's he's been to Moscow stamps right on his passport. Who knows what these knuckleheads expected to find? But as I said yesterday, I thought that maybe, maybe, maybe they did something really, really super smart here. They raided Trump's Miralago home, knowing that people would get upset about it, but also knowing that Trump would then become the story and we'd stop talking about inflation and we would not focus on the one year withdrawal from Afghanistan. And I said, you know, maybe they're playing chess and the rest of us are playing checkers, thinking they were stupid to go into Miralago. But if so, There's one thing the Democrats didn't consider, and that is the possibility that there are people in Washington, D.C., with an R in front of their name, who have security clearance to see what's in that affidavit, even if they're not going to let me and you see it. And one of those people is Mike Turner, your congressman, who represents Montgomery County, Greene County. And Mike Turner is on the House Intel Committee. And this is his case for Merrick Garland and the DOJ showing their hand with that affidavit that they used to get the search warrant of Mar-a-Lago. The Department of Justice and the FBI had options. They didn't have to do
1: the most intrusive, invasive uh, execution to get these alleg- these documents that are alleged to be highly classified by actually going into Mar-a-Lago and spending nine hours. They could have gone to court and asked for their subpoena uh, to be enforced and these documents to be turned over to a court. The, we know from the warrant that they're making allegations that, um, that these that the president had classified documents and from the inventory notice did not include anything about passports they allege that they have taken classified documents from his residence What we want to know is what did they tell the court to get that warrant and the only way we'll know that is through that affidavit did they claim that these documents uh, represented a, a high national security threat, which really should be the bar to be going into a former president's home. And then secondly, show us the goods. What did they get uh, when they claim they they you know, they have classified documents as a national security threat? Was there? Uh, so show us the affidavit. Let us know what you told the court you'd find, and show us what you found. Let's see those boxes.
0: Yeah, the problem with that is that if... Mike Turner and then on the Senate side, Lindsey Graham and others who have security clearance see the supposed justification for that affidavit, well, then they can start to parse, is this true? Is this true? Is this true? The justification given for the FISA warrant back when Trump was first in office all those justifications, all those things in the affidavit have since proven to be falsified by the FBI. By the FBI. So it becomes easier, that's my view, to compromise your ideals, your integrity, once you do it the first time, right? You think of any kind of criminal activity. Once you've done it once, once you've pulled it off once, once you've conquered your conscience once you've betrayed that inner voice that says it's a bad idea don't do this you swore an oath not to do this this goes against everything you stand for this goes against why you got into this profession once you betray that well you struggle with it of course for a while but then you think well But it's really important why. I'm saving the republic. This guy has to be stopped. Isn't that what Peter Strzok and Lisa Page said in their uh, text message thread when they weren't talking about their affairs against their spouses? Don't worry. We have a backup plan to stop this guy. He must be stopped, and we have a plan to stop him. So that's why they want to see the affidavit.